Yes, guys, welcome back to season two, episode two of How to Ruin a Good Walk. And it has been quite a controversial week in golf for yeah. a number of reasons. We were slagging it off all last week. We well, were not s- quite slagging it off. We were debating whether the Saudi Invitational is good for golf. Now, I'm going to say one thing right now. It's sort of proved it is because it's it's finished on a bit of a bank. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. like, the whole thing of bringing the best players together, well... I guess it works. Well done. Well done. Well done. You can buy your way to success. Correct. But it's not only that. As some people also... would say. No, I'm not going to say it because it would be a bit offended us. City we? fans, you bought your success. Yeah, it's what it is, isn't it? If you got it, spend it. You know what I mean? Very true. Um, but don't do it in golf, man, <laughs> <isn't> it? <laughs> it's also been quite a controversial week because we were talking about this Super League and a lot of players have been commenting on it. So we're going to talk about that and cover that later in Tour Trash Talk. But first, we're going to discuss the Saudi International. Yeah, and we've just actually watched the highlights from Sunday. All I'm going to say is, that is probably up there with Mad. one of the best finishers of a tournament. Now, I'm going to put this out there, Josh. Do you remember John Ram? Was it last year or year before? I can't remember. Maybe even the year before. It? No, I think it. I remember it like four. it was yesterday. Yes, I do. Um, that little snake of a putt. Down the hill, yeah. left, left to right. right. Right to left, whatever yeah. it is. It snaked in. It was like playing crazy golf and he hold it. Correct. Does that match? Because I've looked at that putt right there and I'm thinking, okay, he's got two to four to play off. Obviously, birding to win. Like, you're looking at the length of the putt thinking, you know what, under that pressure, you do well to get it down get in two. Yeah. And so basically, just to give a bit of context to this conversation, how Varner third won the event, 13 under par, and he needed to basically two put on the last hole yeah. to get into the playoff. So he needed a birdie, he was in good position and he had a 120 foot put. And this put was that upper Mackenzie, right to left all the way as it went over the Mackenzie. Well, from what we can see on the screen, it looked downhill. Yes. So, put it this way, snaky, hard, water all down the left hand side. I mean, I don't even think hard does it justice. No. It's like, ridiculous ridiculous here's what i think right if you had 10 goes at that you get nowhere near it no 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 no. you would be buzzing if you got over half down into oh yeah that's how hard that puts oh ridiculously hard john rams but here's my question which one's better if i remember rightly i think john ram did it twice though i think he held a monster putt to get into a playoff and then that putt that won it was in the playoff okay take both putts to win look at them as both of those putts made them win yeah, now you can't put it in. You can't say obviously, obviously, whole ones to get into the playoff, which probably makes it a little bit more special. But take it on those last two puts. Which was that? Oh, I mean, the, the Harold Varner's was probably further. Doesn't make it, was a, it was a longer put. Was Rams harder though? Double break. I mean, they both probably <laughs> asked each other, mate. Like, I don't, I, I couldn't. I'm, I've got splinters in my arse. Here. I couldn't tell you. Wow, sitting on the fence. Oh, <laughs> really starting off very professional today. <laughs> All right, then. I'm going to put uh, the question to you. I think um, John Rams is probably more. Do you think? Only because double breaker would arguably be harder to hold. But, uh, mate, but 120 foot, mate. Yeah, okay, fair enough. That is a long way. You know what I liked about it? Like, it it, it looked in as soon as he hit it. Oh, yeah. Like, you watch it from down the line, it gets over the brow, you thinking. That's in. And you hear the crowd building. Yeah, building. yeah, it's go, it's getting closer. But it, the other thing as well is the pace of the port mm. was perfect. Yeah, it, it didn't rattle the flag. A foot, two yeah, feet, two feet past. It like dropped in the hole pretty much, didn't it? As I was saying, it would have gone about six, seven feet past. Yeah, probably. take our word for it. <laughs> the most reliable news source around here. <laughs> um, so this port that we're discussing, go and have a look at it once you've finished listening to the whole podcast, Actually, of course. It, if you've got other device that you're not listening to the podcast on, yes. get it up on your other device. But make sure you do not turn this podcast on. No, no, keep it on your ears. If you're going in the gym, you're working <laughs> out right now, this is going to be your dulcet tones. So you run harder. <laughs> um, so it meant that you... Turn into AMS. I know, I know, a bit weird, that. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It meant that you won over Bubba Watson, who finished 12 under par. And then there was a tie third. Luton, I hope I'm saying that right, and Cameron Smith, 9 under par. So all in all... Considering how amazing this event is meant to be, there's a few things I want to say here. And I've not written these down, but it's just come to me. Right. From a scoring perspective, we've spoken a lot about is it too easy? 
Well, that's a better score, isn't it? Correct. So basically what we're saying is the PGA Tour makes it a lot harder than what they do over here or what they've done there. Because this was a lower scoring event, 13 under win. One, we usually see 13 under leading after two rounds. Exactly. So these make it harder, you mean, than the PGA Tour? Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said the other way around. But that's fine. I I knew what you meant. I was like, like, that doesn't make sense. But everyone knows me. Yes, these made it harder for the players. Whether that's external conditions that have made it harder or the way the course is set up, I don't know. Well, on that point, like, I think they should go hand in hand. Like, course setup should get harder as the conditions in the the air, the wind forecast that week get easier. And as the wind conditions and the rain or whatever get harder, the course should maybe get a little bit easier. So they can do that with tees, do that with pin placements. Um, that's just my opinion. And here's the other thing I was going to say is, obviously all the best players in the world are there. DJ played, mm. finished tied eight. Um, Rory, we obviously know, was there. Um, but Harold Varner, who probably wasn't paid as much to be there, who is 100th in the world or 99th in the world, whatever he is, comes through and wins. So they com- more drive to go and win. So, well, yeah, but the competition's still obviously strong and these this shows how competitive it is that okay, someone like you, that can, in, go, in that field can come. Going back to my point last week, how's Howard Varner feeling that he probably didn't pick up as much as Rory? He's probably not bothered because he still picked up a cool mill and a half, something like that, so <laughs> still a life-changing amount of money, whichever way you look at it, isn't I mean, it? it's a fair point. Uh, but maybe his goal is to pick up what Rory picks up pick, next time. You don't get any world ranking points, do you? No, you don't, because it's an invitational event. Like you said, it's an exhibition so in essence. Like, but that's what I mean. Maybe it's a kickstart for him now. He's in the top 100 in the world. Why can't he be top 50? Why can't he be top 20? I'm just playing I mean? devil's advocate. I know you are. I know you are. So maybe he'll look at Rory and say, actually, next year I want 35 mil to turn up. Well, I'm sure he's got a good case since he's a defending champion. There you go. <laughs> At least he's, he's invited back. He's definitely getting an invite back, and he? Probably gets 35 million, not as another Hoping question. Hoping I get mine to Scotland. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not come through yet, no? Not come through yet. Oh, God. Not yeah. far off, either. <laughs> no, it's quite a way off. Well, six months. Yeah, but I didn't get it till like, three weeks out, four weeks out. So. Oh. Well. Last minute. Last resort one. Double slot again, yeah? Double, double slot. Double slot. <laughs> Must have, everybody else didn't want to go, so they covered it to me. <laughs> they went down the list of yeah. YouTube golfers and thought... Oh, God, I got to him. <laughs> All right, go on, go on. Um, So, another big talking point that came out of the Saudi International, Bryson DeChambeau. So, yeah. Now, here's... As soon as I thought this, right, he's not injured. He just wants to get out of the limelight from all the speculation of what's been happening. That's what I thought. Oh, really? See, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you mean about the, the money and the... Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Which thought, we're going to talk about in a bit, so we'll we'll park that. I but, just thought he went, forget this, can't be asked this. I've seen a bit. Ah. That's what... Th- the first thing that comes to my mind was that, see, that you know he may well be injured. But yeah, I didn't even think about that, but maybe I'm not cynical enough to think like that. I wouldn't think I'm very cynical. I, just, 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 I was just thinking, like, <laughs> potentially, like... If you think about everything that was going on, he's not usually a person that likes to be in the yeah. limelight. Maybe he does. Is uh, he not? His is YouTube he... channel so probably does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, the point being... I think he wants to be in the limelight more than anyone. Didn't, didn't like the controversy as much, maybe. I don't know. But then, from a... I mean, I don't know. From a publicity point of view, he's probably not asked. Or publicity is good publicity, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Just It just struck me as a very strange thing to go all the way there and pull out. Yeah, but if he got injured earlier in the week, so I think, I think, if my research is correct, the injury came about early in the week when he was there. Um, obviously, so he had a wrist and hip injury, which scream, which absolutely scream, issues from swinging the club really fast. Well, were we saying this last week about Talking how... Talking about how it's yeah, sustainable. How, yeah, how, no, but also, like, how... A lot more golfers now are getting injuries. Yes, wrist injuries. we did. Yeah, because of the way they're delivering the golf club. Yeah. And you took the yeah, nick PJ out of me. PJ Pro over it. Oh, there you go. Um, spend a lot of time with someone that's... If you, if you want a lesson well. from Josh, I'll tell you to send it in the knees. I will, correct. Um, <laughs> that's all it is, isn't it? That's all it matters, mate. <laughs> so, wrist injury and hip injury. That, to me, screams... He's done this. Trying to hit the ball really hard. Yeah, yeah. I guess that didn't... I, I, I guess I was looking at it from, like everything else externally off the golf course that was happening as opposed to 
Yeah, he's really trying to ramp up his speed. Yeah. I, every time I watch him online, he's always with that um, Kyle Berkshire. Kyle Berkshire, yeah. Berkshire, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Berkshire. Just levering balls. Yeah. But he, obviously everyone jumped on this. Like Twitter yeah. was going fucking mad. Yeah. Excuse my French. It was going mad. It's a very respectful podcast, what you're doing. About, he's done it, his, his speed's not paying off, it's not paying off, he's getting injured, he's this, he's that, he's this, he's that. He very quickly came out and said, everyone just calm down. It's got nothing to do with speed and my training. I fell over somewhat. Is what he claimed. He fell over. Fell over lifting a deadlift. <laughs> <laughs> he fell over. I'm gonna see. I think I um, took a screenshot of what he put on his story. I mean, whatever it is, right? He's injured. When's Here he back? He's me back for the Masters. Is it short term? He said, "Everyone needs to chill." Yes, I hurt myself, but not from hitting it far. I slipped and fell this week on Tuesday, unfortunately. I know people probably won't believe me, but that is the truth. I'll be back stronger and better than ever in a few weeks. Thanks to the Hospitality Saudi International. Thank you f- for your concerns and keep hitting bombs. I will be back, is what he said. So, that... Obviously, he's going to say that, though, isn't he? Yeah. But, just like DJ falling down the stairs at the Masters. Do you know what I mean? Is there is there something more to it? Did he get caught with someone's wife? Who knows? We eat, well, I'm not pointing fingers. We're not starting rumours. Moving on quickly. <laughs> so we'll see how Bryson comes back. What is it? Bryson and... No, is it DJ's and Brooks's Brooks. wife? No, no comment. No, no. Stop, 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 stop. You're going to get into trouble. So... Imagine I interview them one day and he's like, oh, you, you, were, you, you were, said... Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm looking up to him. Like, <laughs> Don't really talk about uh, DJ. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that, did I? Yeah. I'll take it down right now. <laughs> So we're gonna leave that there. We're gonna move on to, on to the PJ. Josh, sorry, episode three, season one has gone. <laughs> we're gonna move on to the PJ tour and discuss the AT and T Pebble Beach pro am. Which... This is my sorry. I'm just gonna interrupt. Why didn't Spieth get invited to play over in Saudi? Maybe he did and declined. Maybe he did. Sorry. Other thing is, I'd love to play in this pro one day. Yeah, this is an unreal event. So basically, you may correct me if I'm wrong. I think they play with amateurs yep. the first three days. Yeah. And then final the day they're on their own. final day they're on their own, aren't they? Just just the pros. So there's, I don't, but I don't. I think it's different groups in it. So yeah, different so amateurs. So some will play the first day, some will play the second day, some will play the third day. Uh, I don't think they play all I three, do they? I think they do. I think it's a team event. Oh, I is think it? It's a little bit. Uh, please, guys, reach out to us and correct us if we're wrong here. Um, if Josh is right or I'm wrong or whatever. Um, I think it's a little bit like that for Dunhill, like three days you and your partner go and you play and you see who wins after the, after the three days uh, and okay. then the pros are always going for their individual score as well as the team score for those three days yeah but there's some big big names playing this in their big names like yeah. celebrities yeah what's the, what's the guy with it wears all the mad colours uh, I don't know I was going to say Bill Murray yes him. Yeah. He, mate, he wears the maddest thing with like fishing colours did you see his, um, his backwards put He's, he's obviously everyone knows Bill Murray is a big actor yeah, yeah. and he um, always laughing always having a joke about it and he makes his point he misses it he just goes stands he stares at the crowd away from the hole and just puts it behind him goes in tinks it <laughs> to be fair he's probably that bad at putting like it doesn't make a difference whatever he does oh yeah but um, an unreal event and it's won by Tom Hogue and this is a very very important thing here this is his first win on tour Okay, we were only discussing last week how many wins ten away, baby. are going to be first first time winners. Yeah, I said eleven, and I said six. six. I'm ten away. This is very very early on for the first so to be just a first to clarify, winner. If it passes six, you lose. No, sure, it's if it's closer to. No, it's, got... it's more than six. You're... Yeah, but you don't win if it's seven, then, do you? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. That's not how it works. I like talk sport. But then I could have just gone. Oh well, uh, ten. Anything over, anything under, anything under okay, 11. Okay, yeah, whoever it's closest to. Yeah, obviously. But here you go. If it's an even, no, can it be no five? No, it can't be. No, shut up. <laughs> I was going to say if it's an e, if it's like a splat, splat bang and splat, splitting the middle of, of our, because obviously you can't have a half. If it was right bang in the middle of our choices, it'd have to go up, round up. Why? Because that suits you. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's sad. Um, <laughs> so he won. No, because. <laughs> I've said more. You've said less. So you'd always round up, surely. 
Anyway, it can't happen because you said six, I said 11. So, <laughs> so he won 19 under par, followed very closely by Jordan Spieth, 17 under par. Now, two things. Very impressive to fend off Jordan Spieth. Mm-hmm. And he actually came from behind. Oh, so we came from behind. Well, in a sense, he was leading. He was co-leader, but then Jordan Spieth. The yeah, but then Jordan Spieth got ahead a little bit, and, then, and he surged basically on the back nine. He had four birdies on the back nine to pass. You Spieth. know what? I think I've said this before. Like, if you're going to win your first event, it probably settles you knowing that you've been overtaken, and then like you've got to play well rather than trying to hang on to it and start playing a little bit defensively. You know you've got to play. Yeah. In order to win. Yeah. Um, but. Like I said, he made four birdies on the back nine. Um, and I, I that's what I think is, is the most impressive thing because we all know how good Jordan Spieth is. Yeah. Like, he's not someone who's going to go quietly either. No, no, no. He's going to be at you the whole oh, way yeah. round. Oh, yeah. Um, so, we also want to talk about a certain shot by Jordan Spieth. Yeah, I saw this, right? And it was the weirdest photo because the photo that they had online was like the most clickbait thing in the world. It was taken from above. Yeah. Yeah. And it just didn't give it any context. It looked like he was just sort of going to fall into the sea if yeah. he hit the shot. It was just... But if you've not seen it, go and, again, go and have a look on it. It's on all the socials, all the PJ Tour socials. But basically, he is hitting over... It's like a ravine, isn't it? The, like, mm. basically, where the land is eroded away. Yeah. And it's just like sea at the bottom. It's a steep cliff. In essence. And there's even a sign that says, Steep Cliff, stay back. Checking the members play there. What? Checking they draw straws who cuts the grass. <laughs> yeah. I'm only doing that this week, lads. We'll leave that long. Because it could, I think the, the the thing about it is obviously it's all eroded. It could just fall away, is yeah, what you're going to say. Yeah, um, and he actually, in the interview after, he said that his caddy tried to talk him out of the shot three times. What would you do if you were caddying? I, I think... Get in, do it. If it was you, if it was you, I'd yeah, be like, "What are you it. moaning about, mate? Just stand there and it's it." <laughs> no, I think. Okay, he's... if you were a player, what would you do? Go and go and. It's hard because again, it's like we said about last week with Roy McIlroy. He's not seeing that as in in. No, but game... we're, not, we're not talking winning. We're talking no, life no, no. and death. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but in game mode, it's a little bit different. It's not because if you let me elaborate. In game mode, he's not thinking, oh, I could fall in here. Mm-hmm. He's thinking, well, if I take a drop, it's going to cost me. Yeah. So he's thinking, play it yeah, and play it as safely as I can. And you see from, from the way he does it, he like falls away from the shot and like runs back, doesn't he? Yeah, he could like, easily have got that thin. Oh, yeah. Bat. Oh, yeah. And it's ended like up... Bottom of the arc happening a little bit before and then... And ended up... <laughs> Ended up in in the the ball going in the water in the ravine, and he, he said that his caddy actually said to him after it, having tried to talk him out of it three times, if that happened again, he'd run up and just throw his ball in the in the water. Yeah, which which but I, hang on, then he's getting close to the cliff himself. Like yeah, I know. But I think his point is don't go that close yet. Yeah, it's not worth risking it. Um, no, I agree. Okay, you but unreal question, shot though. How would you play it? Would you play it? What would you do? What would I do? Yeah. If I'm in that situation, I think you're you're in a sportsman athlete takes over and you think I've, I've got it. it yeah because otherwise I'm going to lose a shot I'm going to lose this yeah otherwise he's I mean? taking a drop when he can actually see the ball that's yeah what we'll go through yeah exactly like obviously I'm not going to climb down there to hit it but I can see the ball and I can get a stance it wasn't like he was I know he stood close but it wasn't like he was like it, the ball was, it was his left foot was close to the edge it wasn't like his golf ball was close no to it. it was close but what I mean yeah. is like his left foot was close in the golf ball. Yeah, like he, he had a full stance could, on the yeah. ball. He wasn't like, the ball wasn't ahead of his feet in a yeah. sense, where it's then, right by the yeah. edge and, and then, his, in his teeth on the edge. Oh, no, absolutely not. Yeah, it's just um, ridiculous. But to be fair, he wasn't happy with the shot that he played and he ended up getting a par on the hole, which, but he short-sided himself, didn't he? Because he caught a flyer out yeah, of the... I think on the commentary, he said he took one more club. Yeah, he took one more club and he said he caught a flyer, didn't he? So... Mate, I'm just happy to get it over. Exactly. I'm just happy to be out of that situation. And I think... But but then again, if you then take a drop, mm. if he so he's gone, are we assuming that's his second and he's got up and down for par? So you take yeah. a drop, 
you're then playing three, so you then put even more pressure. You've got to go up and down from there. Yeah, I think and I think the, he was took took, the, took seven irons, eight irons. Seven I think irons. the worst he thinks he's going to make is bogey if he goes for it. Where yeah. the best he can make is body bogey, realistic. Probably unless he plays a worldie and he yeah, but gets let's be close. realistic. Let's say but, best yeah. he makes is a bogey. Yeah, um, but unreal. Like this, this is where you see the difference, don't you? Mm. Like the shot that he's played there is phenomenal, really. Because not only has you got the pressure of being in a competition, the pressure of being up there leading, mm-hmm. also you've got the pressure of falling in a big hole and having your caddy say to you three times, I don't think you should do this. Yeah. Go for it. Go for it. No, don't. <laughs> that Something else I want to talk about. So this is a, a good finish for him. Yeah, well, if you actually look at the past sort of four or five months, though, we've said this before, Spieth's put some consistent results in. But... He hasn't won since April last year. Yeah, but yeah, okay. Are you sort of classing that because of we see him as a serial winner? A serial winner that that's not good enough? No, I'm not saying it's not good enough because it's good to have and it's impressive to be as consistent as he has been for the year. Um, but my point in saying is the old Jordan Spieth back is is this it now is he going to be challenging for one and two and like not top ten do you know what I mean because sometimes there's a big difference between the top ten and the first three players or the first two players and I think golf is better off with him being up there not Mm -hmm. because he's, he's an unbelievable golfer and he's not necessarily your Big, okay. long, so, biffy. He hits it long. They all hit it long. But you know what I mean? He's not a DJ. He's not a Bryson. Here you go. So last year, his stats. One win, two seconds, three thirds, uh, two thirds, nine top tens, 14 top 25s, made the cut 21 times, and only missed the cut four times. Okay? That was sort of last season. And then the start of this season, he's had one second, one top ten, Three top 25s, three made cuts, one missed cut in four, played four events. So it's not it's not a bad start, is it? Yeah, obviously, when I'm saying three to 25s, the first, the yeah. second, and the top 10 Counting count. that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and he's already earned $1.1 million. This year? This I mean, it's not going not gonna to say no to that, are you? No, no, you're not. Um, what do you think it's just out of interest? Like, like, this is mad. This is actually mad what I'm about to say. So... He's a year old. He's a t- year older than me. So it's, it's uh, Ju- July twenty seventh, nineteen ninety three. Nearly, nearly a year older than me. He's old. He's just older than me. Yeah, just, yeah, just older. Than yeah, me. yeah, a few right. older than me. So age twenty eight. Like it feels like he's been around for absolutely ages now. By the way, how much do you think his career earnings are in dollars on course? Oh, like bear bear in mind, like he's only he's only twenty eight. Bear in mind that he's a multiple major champion. Yeah. What are you thinking? Fifteen million. Fifteen million. You're no way near. Forty-eight million, nearly forty-nine million. Do you know why I said so low? Because of the amount that Tiger made. Yeah, that's what. That's what I mean. That's why I thought it'd be lower than I thought. One hundred twenty-five million Tiger. But don't thing is, you got to remember now, like. When Tiger was winning at the start of his career, the prize pots weren't it? Oh, He's no, made the prize pots what they yeah, are. Yeah. And by the way, yes, I did choose him as one of my major yeah, champions. Yeah, I was checking US Open you had him yeah. down for. And do you know what? Pebble Beach is a very US Open style golf course. It is. It is. But he came second, he didn't win. So, But it's a step in the right no, no, direction. No, but you, you're basically implying of writing that question down, you yeah. think he's back. I think he's back. Well, and I think it's good. Why are you thinking of major then? Uh, because I think there's other players that are more likely to win a major. Granted, fine. <laughs> um, but... So let's just mention some of the celebs that we talked about. Bill Murray, Canelo Alvarez is apparently a baller. Mm-hmm. He can golf. Um, Schoolboy Q, rapper. He was the the PJ Tour interviewed him. Like some... Snoop Dogg to play. Is he a golfer? I think he play. I think he's got like a golf line or something. Like I've seen him like pictured in like golf clothing. <laughs> but he just but but then I have seen him pictures in a visor walking around upside down, which is also a golf visor. Oh yeah, but that's just fashion, isn't it? So uh... <laughs> Snoop, sorry mate, that's not fashion. <laughs> Not for you, it's not. You couldn't pull it off, but he's Snoop Dogg, mate. Yeah, that's fair. So, um, let's, let's move on what to... What was that song we used to listen to in the car? Let's not. 
Geo double G's. Yeah, correct. That's not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll leave that there and move on to the DP World Tour. So we're okay, still in Abu Dhabi. Still in Abu Dhabi? Uh, no, it's Dubai. Dubai. So, well, I say Dubai. It's Razal Khaimah's like 45 minutes to an hour outside, outside of Dubai. Dubai. Yeah. Okay. Very nice place, actually. A lot more. The best way I could describe it is it's like step out the fast lane. Right. But nice. But still really nice. Like, yeah. So I've, I've been at this event twice. Um, golf course is ridiculous. Is it? Um, the last hole is ridiculous. Water everywhere. Very, very tough. Um, the whole golf, co- golf course is hard with a lot of water and a lot of holes. So it's it's a, it's a tough golf course. They used to use it. Well, when I played it, they've used it, number one, as the Challenge Tour Grand Final okay. place once, maybe twice. Uh, and I played it, um, I, play it, I caddied in it twice as the penultimate event before going to finals. Right, okay. Like, this was like, try and get into the final event. Yeah, need a yeah. good event here. Um, just a mint golf course. Like, very much like, a um, lot of bunkers, a lot of water, very fast greens, very grainy greens. Um, and the best way I can describe about the final hole is, so you're on the tape, you've got water all down your right hand side. Yep. Literally, you can't miss it right. But equally... So it's like Northern and First. Like Northern and First. <laughs> down the right hand side. Um, but then the the difficult thing is like because you're right on like I'm, I I'm, I don't know my geography here I'm gonna say coast but you may be on like the inner peninsula yeah. area yeah um like the wind switches so you could play it like always into the wind like, the whole round so it's so, a like, bit like yeah, um bit... where the PGA Championship was last year that went filming someone yeah where is it it could whistling straight. No, it wasn't with the straights. It's going to really annoy me. But, like, the wind was, like, constantly... Yeah, like, I remember, I remember when I was caddying, like, started off, oh, into the wind. Right, okay, when we when we sort of turn on these next... Got, like, one or two holes, and, like, think turning on the next few holes, then we would get it downwind, or, and you just turn, you're like... It's, into it's the still wind. into the wind. Tom's like to me. How? How is it still into How the wind? How is it? Like, I mean... <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know, but that flag is showing that it's into the wind. Do right? I look like a weatherman? <laughs> the answer that question, Josh, is yes, I should look like one of you in a caddy. So literally every day at the start of each round, like if you went in the tournament office, like they would have like a weather sheet that said like eight, seven till eight, eight till nine, nine till 10, 10 till 11, and give you like a breakdown of where the wind was going to go each time. So uh, I'm writing okay. this down and I've got like a little thing in the back of my book that I used to write down saying, right, okay, 10 to 11, and you have a compass on each hole showing, okay, well, it should be northwest now. Okay, so northwest on the first is downwind. Okay, so northwest on the eighth hole should be, sorry, northwest on the first into the wind, northwest on the eighth hole should be downwind. downwind. Get there into the wind, I'm like, Tom, this ain't adding up. And that's the, I think that's why, like, if you ever play coast golf in Scotland or wherever you play it, like, you'll know how hard it is, but. That's why I think this golf one of the, this golf course is brilliant because it's like got a defense that's not just the golf course, which is class, but also the weather. The weather. However, saying that, yeah, the score was ridiculous. The score was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, so, there may have been not much win. So Hogard, Hogard, I'm saying that right? I think so. Hogard won twenty four under par. Is that a second win now, third win. Second win. Uh, falls very close by Smith at Jordan twenty Smith, under. I think so. I didn't write his first name now. Apologies. And then we had a three-way tie, and now this is going to be a test. Utegi, Pavon, Lee, and the Mesk at 17 under par. But do you know what's mad, right? One, two, three, four of them were on Challenge Tour when I was caddying. Mm. Now look at them. Look at them. Look at them flying. Yeah, well done. But this was not just a standard four-shot win for Hogard. Oh, no. No, 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 no. On his final round, he had two eagles, three birdies, one bogey, and a double bogey. Wow. I mean, that is a mixed bag. I was looking at something else today as well. I forgot what event it was, but it showed someone chipped in twice. That was it. Davy Law hold out twice. Three eagles in two rounds and threw them a hold out swing. Something mad from the first two rounds. Crazy. Jesus. Um, so, and I think, again, next week, the DP World is still in in uh, the UAE. Yeah. One more in the UAE. I think that's great. It's having, like, the desert swing, wherever, where, where it's like a central point of the world where everyone can get to. The weather's guaranteed to be good. Um, 
I think it's mint. I, I honestly, I, I'm all for that. Yeah, and I'm if you want to invite us out to the Desert Classic next year. Yeah, I will play the pro. Yeah, same. Um, we could be like the like GM golf and his mate who goes to Cali for him and gets to play. Yeah. But don't wear waterproofs. I won't please, wear, no, I won't wear please waterproofs. Please wear shorts. I'll wear, yeah, By I'll the wear way, shorts. it did look pretty cool. Yeah, no, it did. How do you look cool in waterproofs like that? I look like a right knob. Yeah. You look really short. I think it's, he's always got hats on it, so it's his look, isn't it? Um, Might go for that look. Looks a bit scruffy, but cool, doesn't he? Yeah. But I thought you were going for like the, the slim and cuffed look. Yeah, that's, well, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm going for today, mate. There you go. But my ankles get very cold in February. <laughs> Fair point. Um, before, no, still rocking it. Before we move on to other news and talking about the Saudi Super League, you want to touch on Leona Maguire? Now, this is a mint story. I think she only got her tour card for the um, either uh, for the LPJ either last year or the end of last year. Mm. Okay, so at the start of last year and last year. Um, basically, she's very new on tour. She has just won. The tournament was used to 54 holes, um, but she shot a closing round of 67. Um, and she was tired going into the final day, but then managed to clinch it with a final round of 67 and become the first Irish golfer ever lady to win an LPJ tour event. It's impressive, isn't it? That is seriously impressive. But I don't, I don't think it's a surprise, really. She's she's shown that like, she's a very, very good player, like one of the Solheim Cup superstars. Yeah. And they won the yep. clinch that. Um, she's also had some great uh, results over on the European tour, ladies' European tour. And I think she still had some good results on the P- LPJ tour. And now, finally, she's sort of taking that step up. I think, I'm going to say right now, she's going to be a major champion. Really? Yeah, oh, that's think, a big shout. I think she's that good. Like, from what I've, the reading that I've been doing and, and the stuff that I sort of see on social media and, and throughout, I think she's going to be good. Well, we will keep an eye on that and see how she goes in the majors this year. Um, let's move on. You heard oh, it here first. Yes, you did. Let's move on now to other news because this is a big talking point. Sorry, just to interrupt. The funny thing was, I put after Joey put last week about our um, majors. Yeah, right. I put my I put my picks on Twitter. Yeah, and someone Alex just placed a bet based on your picks. Good luck, mate. <laughs> I'm not t- laughing because I think they're bad. Like I actually genuinely think they they will be the ones. Yeah. However, can I just um, let's wind the clock back? Maybe two thousand. 14, so what was that now, eight years ago? Yeah. Uh, must have been around that time. Say. I know what you're going to say. Masters, Masters comes round. I'm going to chat with Alex. Right, who, who do you reckon is a good shout for it? Who do you reckon is a good shout for it? Adam Scott, definitely. I'd put Adam Scott on. I'm, I'm going to put Adam Scott, Adam Scott on. He got nowhere near it. Unlucky lad, you've had a shocker. Do not follow this man's tips. <laughs> I'm never forgetting that, mate. Lost me, lost me a fiver. <laughs> Big bets. It's advice. Big bets. It's only advice. Don't condone it. You knew what was coming with. Yeah. Right? <laughs> all did the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I think a few of us did. Um, so, this this was back in the day where I played golf but didn't know too much about it, basically. Still the same not, now. Not that now, I still can't it? play it. He still doesn't know much about no, it. No, I know more about it now, but I just can't play it. <laughs> it's questionable. So On both fronts. Yeah, very definitely. Um so let's Saudi move on to other Super news. League. Yeah, Saudi, Saudi Super, League. Super League. So this is basically what has been the talk of the week. The controversy around this is just ridiculous. Okay, I've had a, what, what, now you've had a time to sort of digest it for a week. Yeah. What are your thoughts on it? Um, my thoughts on it are it would be a no-brainer for a lot of players to say absolutely. But I was saying this. Hey, so. I was having a chat with my lessons, right? And we were like saying, okay, the only way this works, I said this last week, the only way this works for the players, which I don't know if it, it should be based on the players because the players are the players or it should be based on the tour. I don't know which way that worked because, okay, it's all a bit of a, a strange one, that really. Yeah. Um, if you look at, the, say, the top 10 in the world, the only way this works is if like majority of that top, say, say top 25, if majority of that top 25 in the world decide to go and do it, I'll tell you why this matters this way. Because the LP, PJ Tour and the European Tour are basically not quite said, but pretty much said, if you go and play here, you ain't playing ours. You're yeah, bad. You're a lifetime ban, yeah. yeah. But where does the money come from the PJ Tour? Sponsors. How do the PJ TV Tour... TV rights. Yeah. How do the TV... How do the PJ Tour make money? At the end of the day, they're an organisation. They want to make money. TV rights, sponsorship, the the the. Okay, so I sponsored the event last year at the Waste Management, which is this week, right? Yep. 
Um, last last year we had DJ da, 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 top twenty five. We had twenty of the top twenty five there. Yeah, we banned them all now. All right, I'm pulling out then. No, I'm not. I'm, I don't. Not you, your your stock for PJ Tour just goes down 100%. if majority go. So 100%. like the only way it works for the player's point of view, which I don't know if it, if it's a player's point of view or the tour's point of view. End of the day, as a golfer, you the tour don't support you if you don't play well. So you're basically every man for himself. Yep. Um. So what I would say on that is the PJ Tour and the European Tour have to be very very careful from a commercial point of view of they will lose sponsors. If they don't have big players playing, they'll lose sponsors. Equally, they'll, lose they'll just viewers. go. And, just go and sponsor this. Yeah. So, the best way around this, if and I thought about this a lot, the best way around this for everybody is to have a super league on a small basis. You play three events a year. I mean, look at what what's the difference between what happened this week and what Tiger does on his invitationals. No difference. Yeah. And just have four or five events a year, which are basically circus events. Have a bit of long drive in there. I don't know. Like make it make it a real spe- exhibition and, yeah. of golf, um, and just don't do them around big events. If these guys want to not play a tour event because of it and it's missing five, well, they dismissed it this week and Jordan Spieth didn't go. Doesn't mean they're going to go. But I guess if they sign up for the Super League, they pay it. They're into a contract to pay playing X amount of events. Potentially, we obviously don't know. Don't know. No, yeah, <laughs> we Ooh. don't know the ins and outs of that. But I agree with everything that you've said there because what the PGA is trying to do is basically hold the players over a they're barrel saying, no, and saying but they don't, I don't think they've got a barrel to hold them over that, this is the issue so they're saying well you can't come over you can't play majors you can't play in PGA lifetime ban but then it's like well hold on a minute you haven't got anything you haven't got an event without really without us well, well, that's the thing it's not me it's, it's yeah. us yeah so the players have to do it as a correct but then collective. but then so Phil Mickelson has been quite outspoken on this, and he's come out well, and he. Of course, he's towards the end of his career. Correct, but he's, he's got a much different perspective than someone like Colin Morikawa. Yeah, and that's what I was going to going to move on to. He's Hall of Famer. Yeah, and he he's kind of said, the media rights are, are are but a small fraction of everything else, and it's the tour's obnoxious greed that's really opened the door for opportunities elsewhere. He then went on to say, my ultimate loyalty is to the game of golf. And what it has given me, I'm so appreciative of the life it's provided. Right, so his point is the it. PJ Tour. You are not golf. No. You you are not golf. I get it. So basically, saying like, if this is going to spread the word of golf more, yeah, I'm going to go and play golf. Here. Correct. Like I think we just get so used to saying there's only two two major tours really: yeah. PJ Tour, European Tour for a man, and LPJ Tour and PJ Tour and and European Ladies European Tour for the women. Like, I totally agree. But then. Yes, we are talking astronomical amounts of money. Like, but Brighton came out and but said, "Is that, that going to be better for golf?" The Australian interrupt. Is that going to be better for golf? Because is that going to get this in front of more people's eyes? Yeah, of course it is. Is this going to get more people playing the game of golf? Because you're going to have it everywhere. The marketing's going to be bigger. The the spectacles going to be bigger. People are going to be talking about it. Is this going to turn into like how I sort of see how much F one has improved in the last sort of six to twelve months? Will we have? Docky series on it on Netflix. Will we be following the PGA Tour? We'll, sorry, we'll be following the players more. Will we, like if that if that money is going to help all that, then I'm all for it growing the game. See, see, see. This is the thing. I think something at golf at the bottom. This, this, this <laughs> sponsored by Alex is Alex. only if they if they do it and it pulls off. It's only going to go one way because of the money. Look, at, we've already seen it. Yeah. With the DP World Tour. Look at the difference between the DP World Tour. Now they've had that investment from DP World, oh, as opposed to the European Tour. Exactly. That's how I knew David Law hold hold the chips. Exactly. Because, um, it had a. Yeah. yeah. So, but this is the thing. It's the money is everything in it. Yeah. So, but then we like we discussed last week. Does that then take the competitiveness away? But these these players, are athletes, like money. They, they've all got money. They've all got money. Yeah. Hmm. So. I think, like you said, it becomes more of a spectacle because people aren't going to be just watching golf to watch golf because there's going to be people that are watching it because there's something to do with long driving it. Yeah, or yeah. there's this and there's that. And it, I think it's, there's more. They watch golf. They don't just watch a tournament. Yeah. And then, like we said last week, this is becoming a no-brainer for certain players. Like Ian Poulter was discussed this week of, of having a £30 million offer. Yeah. 
Like, why would he say no to that? Comes and, the end of his career. Yep, Lee Westwood the same, Phil Mickelson the same. Like, why would they say no? It's yeah. a no-brainer. Imagine this, right? I can see this literally happening. Um, you have events, right, where, like, for example, Bryson, right? In the morning, they're playing the, the event, the, the the golden ticket event, the tour event, as yep. in, like, four-round tournament. Yeah. On the evening, he might go and do the long drive event. Exactly, yeah. And I think... And, and then, but then you bring in a load of different people there as well, like your Cal Berkshires, your like Hero World Challenge, yeah, like, like, like a random thing, like a fun thing. Yeah, like there's, there's, I there's not as many negatives to this as there is positives, and I think the PJ Tour and the DP World Tour need to get on the same page with this because actually it's going to be good for the game, and they could work it like you said, where it doesn't take away from what they're doing. Yeah, hundred percent. Just before we move on, did you see what DJ said? Yeah, funny. So DJ was asked, oh, so we've heard this week Ian Poulter had a, um, an offer for 30 mil to play. Did you have a similar offer? And he went, no, not a similar offer, no. <laughs> As in it was a shitload of money. As in like it was a lot of money. <laughs> okay, so actually I want to say one thing on this, Josh. Like I poo-poo this idea and the more I've thought about it, actually, I think it's all right. Okay, now time for the part of the pod tip of the week. Yes, this is a new part of the pod where we are bringing you, we are tapping into Alex, basically. Yeah. We are bringing you tips that are going to help you improve your game. Okay, uh, so and I'm going to input into it as well. Here's five tips here. Number one. Five tips? Yeah, there's little good habits. Five good, good habits. habits. Okay. Do you want to be pro? Five good habits. And the YouTube video comes out for this next week, so stick around. Plug it, plug it, plug it. So, okay, five good habits. Number one, when you're on the tee, always laser the trouble. Okay. Okay, so i.e. like um, if you've got to hit over water, how far is it over the water? Yep. If there's a bunker, how far off the bunker? Yep. So you're building a picture of where you're hitting to. Which in essence you're building your own yard yardage yeah, bunker. Yeah, exactly. Because like how hard is it to hit a blind shot over a brown? Over a hill? Hard. Yeah. Okay, so you, well, why not try and make that easier on obviously you can't laser through the ground but, but you know how far is, you've got to get. When you're hitting into some holes, it can be very deceptive of how far it is. Your eyes yep. could think you can carry it, you can't. Yep. I tip number one. Tip number two. When you've got a long par three, just go middle of the green. Yep. Don't try and go for the hero shot, chasing the flags. You've got a long guy in your hand. You may even have a hybrid in your hand. Middle of the green all day. And I think as well, this this comes with playing to your handicap. Yeah. Like if you've got shots, which a lot if of it's a long path yeah, you're probably going to have probably going to have a shot so think about that I've got to get on the green and then I've got two puts for a net bit of it here's your pen lads you might want these off for tomorrow you can write them down I'll write them down yeah <laughs> writing notes on the right hand. why is it all explaining it <laughs> oh, shit it's all gone oh it's on my glove hand <laughs> did a video on that today uh, <laughs> right on the glove um, okay so number three is putting right when you've got a long put let's be more dialed in on thinking about the distance rather than trying to hold it so play basically playing not right half on the third. Yeah, but basically looking for the bin lid. Yeah. Okay. So don't try and leather it past. Yeah. Okay. Number four. If you've got a long par four or long par five, um, and you can't or a shorter par five and it's borderline when you can reach it too. We're not all like Rory McIlroy, nope. where we can hit at distances and consistently lay up to a full shot yardage. So what I'd recommend is like finding out many of the yardage devices, like our watch does it, um, those people's GPSs do. If you're on a par five or on a par four, it will give you what you've got to hit it to leave yourself 100 yards to the flag. Yeah. Find out that yardage. Use your laser if you haven't got that. Hit it to that point and then hit a full wedge in. I am terrible for that. I am terrible thinking, just get it as close as I can. Terrible. Yeah. And there is part of it that it, that, that that does have a good benefits. But yeah. when you don't pull it off, you might leave yourself a terrible shot. Yeah. Okay, so that's number four. Number five is always keep your clubs clean. I'm terrible for that as well. Yeah, because like if your clubs are not clean, you could get a little bit of dirt between the face and the grooves and the ball, and therefore you might get shots that you might not expect. Well, some of us probably get that anyway, but yeah. in general, like it's not going to help. But that is something that a lot of club golfers don't even think about, how no. that affects your play, and it massively. does massively. massively. But, but I think as well, you might poo-poo this, but it's a mental thing in the sense of, yeah. I've so got clean clubs, because I'm terrible, mate. But because I don't but that's the thing isn't it? it's a metal thing look at me I'm fresh I've got clean clubs everything's clean I'm ready to go I'm ready to play I couldn't agree more couldn't agree more okay well, now on to tech talk so the tip of the week is actually going to be like quick fire quick fire boom, 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 boom. Okay, because we'll... that's only because he wants you to go and watch a YouTube video yeah I'll, <laughs> I'll give all these secrets obviously before we go into tech talk 
just want to say we have some big news, right? Huge news. Um, we had Button for Valentine's, but I'm going to move it to the day after. Yes. Um, we have Tony Jacklin coming on the pod. That's massive. The Tony Jacklin, multiple massive. major winner, two-time major winner, and Ryder Cup captain. Ryder Cup legend. Legend. Mate. So, um, reach out to us on Instagram. We'll actually put something out on Instagram, and I'll put it on my Instagram, and How to Ruin a Good Walk. Uh, any questions that you want to ask him. Yes. Um, so, get involved at How to Ruin a Good Walk. Uh, over on Instagram, let us know if you've got any questions you want to ask that Ryder Cup legend. Scott, yes. go give us a follow, uh, and I'll put you in the right direction for my Instagram as well, to how to ruin a good, how to ruin a good walk, so you can ask those questions. Yes. Okay, tech talk. Uh, this is something that I think is a massive, massive point, because we see driver prices go up, 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 up. Like, literally, I think someone said to me today that in America, the price of a driver is now, like, excess of $800 for a new driver. Yeah, but... Tech, it's a tech, mate. It's a tech. Yeah, it's got okay. more tech. It's got so, more tech. More R and D. If you were, and this is another good point, well, I'll say it in a second. If you were buying a driver, right, and you thought, what is a good price for a driver? What would you think is a good price for a driver right now? I think. Where would you feel you got a steal? Like, oh my god, I got some good tech here. But yeah, it's a good I think Cobra are pretty good with. Okay, them. not no brand, just price. Like. 250 300 quid okay so not 500 so not 500 pounds yeah. well, that, but so you look at well okay between 250 350 because you look at cobra last year i think cobra are already always really quite good with and them. i think this will be the same i think this will be the same this year what i think will happen is the rad will go down to like 250 yeah and this year's one will be i can't remember the name sorry that's terrible ltd ltd will be oh my god mate are you joking me? Out of my blank. LTD will be around the £250 mark. I can't see them leaving that. Space. Number one tip to keep your sponsors happy. Remember what the gear's called. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, and I agree. And that is another tip I would say is, and I'm a huge advocate of this. If you don't want to spend Hang $500... You don't buy a mate. Look at him here giving out buying advice. He's, not bought, he's not bought clubs in the last three years. If you want to spend five hundred dollars, get a mate that's a pro and use his last year's clubs. No, but it's a valid tip. It's what I'm going tip. to say It's a valid tip. What I'm going to say. No, is, I know what you mean. Buy last year's. Can't condone that. Might lose sponsors. You can't condone that. I <laughs> can. Jo- condone I am that. joking, guys. By the way. Yeah, but buy last year's. Yeah. Like, no. Because realistically, as a this is going to sound horrendous for me as a club golfer for all club golfers. It's expensive. It's a expensive, but. You ain't going to see the well, difference. Here you go. You aren't going to see the difference. So, And this is a little bit to do with tech talk. So I was on a call earlier, mail order golf, right? And they were saying, well, how do I sort of see this year going? As in the golf industry. And I said, I can see it going two ways, really. Like, look, this is very political. <laughs> if heating bills are going up, right, and Russia invade. Right. <laughs> <laughs> not, not both. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, well, we know one's happening. Not That's not Russia. <laughs> um, hopefully not. Um, oh, Vlad didn't listen to this. <laughs> Sorry, Vlad. They're going to be hunting down the next time. I see, stop mentioning it, mate. God. <laughs> I feel bad for yeah. this <laughs> No, but the point was, like, if those two things happen, they're going to basically affect us in the UK here, um, the economics of us all, right? So, golf's obviously a very expensive sport. Yeah. So, will we see a decline in the amount of people playing? Or... Then I was like, well, actually, I think people that have started playing golf have really got into golf. Yep. And I think as soon as the weather turns, we have a lot more playing golf. But then I think that percentage of golfers right now, they're a lot more seasonal. So yes. they'll just play like in summer the summer. Golf. They'll see yeah, it as yeah, a yeah. summer sport that they yeah, do. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I agree. I agree. Um, but from a pricing perspective, the manufacturers will claim that oh, it's yeah. R&D, it's R&D, I it's R&D. I think it's just marketing. So personally think it's just the cost of marketing like say for example let's say in my space right if you were an influencer 10 years ago yeah in whatever industry yeah you probably charged 100 pounds a post yeah if you had a million followers mm-hmm. let's say or whatever it is whatever. Yeah. a lot of followers it's an example say. it's just an example yeah, yeah now people are charging like 10 20 30 thousand pounds a post oh yeah so that's only going to get knocked on one way and that's the consumer so yeah. put it in the eyes of a DJ, a DJ 10 years ago was probably played a, paid 100 grand. Yeah. Now he's played millions. Oh, yeah, 100%. And and the other thing as well, you're looking at like the, the likes of the stealth. Taylor made have got the top 10, apart from Ram, and kept, uh, he's kept clean the top 10. And that is expensive. 
and Matsuyama, they've got a lot of players up there. Do you know what mm. I mean? That's gonna that takes a lot. Like you see them all on those Taylor May videos. You've got to pay for them to be a Taylor May athlete. You've got to pay them to be there. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, it might be part of the contract. They've got to do so many videos or whatever. But there's a lot of money going into that, mm-hmm. which they've got to make back somehow. Yeah, I agree. But the question is, how much do you think it actually costs to manufacture one of those drivers? Oh. I've got Including no idea. R&D and everything? Mm. Well, like... I know, like, when I was a PJ Pro, like... I don't know if you can cl- include R&D, though, because... You, no, it you, goes into the build price, doesn't it? It uh, goes into the build price. So, like, I know, like, for example, when a pro was buying, like, a Callaway driver, I think it cost the pro, like, £190 plus part. Right, okay. So that's 200 and something quid. So they're then putting a couple hundred quid on that. Yeah, as but, maybe, but maybe even more sometimes. Like, you have, like, sort of, like, three different levels. Like, I know... Callaway did this one year. They had an adjustable one, non-adjustable one, and the price went up. Yeah. Adjustable one. Yeah. Um, and that was like in the fairways as well. Maybe it was more. I, I honestly think like the the cost to the pro is a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Like, people Huge. don't realise that. People think like the PJ Pros make a lot of money. Yeah, they just make money, but you know what? Everyone has to make money. We've all got to make a living. Correct. Right? But they don't make as much as you think they make yeah. on clubs. Yeah. That's what I'd say. Um, so support your pro. But also, there's loads of other options out there. So basically, you reckon around two hundred quid. Yeah, like, yeah. But that, but then this is the thing is though. But then I don't know. Taylor made they're making money on that. Of course so they are, but everyone's got to make money. Does it cost mate. them fifty quid to to? Oh, so go back to your question. Probably like thirty quid. Thirty quid. God, it's disgusting that much money. Think how many drivers they sell, mate. I don't know how much. I don't know. Honestly, I would not know. I'd love to mate, know. They can they. they with having Rory, with having Morikawa, with having DJ, Matt Wolf, Tommy Fleetwood, mate, they are guaranteed sales. They're yeah, guaranteed. Of it's like it's they're like the number one brand, aren't they? No. I'm not even answer that question. Let's move on. Okay, so based on price, um, I did actually review that's coming out in the next few days on my YouTube channel. Uh, on get, plug on it. some. Um, Package sets. Yes. So I tested the package set. £399 for the whole set. And that was with a bag. Yep. Uh, with woods and two hybrids. Anyway. What was the brand? Uh, Rife X2. So basically updates of what you used to use. Yep. That Carlito is now using. Yes. Um, and you know what? I found them pretty good. They looked a bit, a bit chunkier than yours. These were the bit of the oversized head, whereas yours wasn't oversized. Mine was headed. more just like a standard, uh, cavity back. Yeah. yeah standard these are like the back. oversized heads. Right. Um, and you know what? They were good. Surprisingly good. The irons were a lot better than the fairways yeah. and the driver, but the hybrids are hit on the golf course. I was like, oh my God, these are actually really good. So anyway, decided to test them today and see how far they went. And they went all right. A lot of loft on them, went very yeah. high. But if yeah. you think like for a club golfer... That's what you want. Or a beginner golfer, you want a lot of loft, you want high. Oh, yeah. I just found that because the shafts weren't made for me. Like the five hybrid and the four hybrid went the same distance. Yeah. Because they just kept spinning, 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 spinning. spinning. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, in general, you know what? Cost thirty quid each. If you break it down to, okay, say for example, it's cost twenty pound for the bag, and then you break it down how much yeah. it cost each club, about thirty between thirty and thirty-five quid. And we've said this before. This is a way for people to get into golf. Hundred percent. I think more and more brands should be doing these package sets. Yeah, and I played some of the best golf that I've ever played with those clubs. You did. So. Or the, some of the worst golf, but that was more operator rather than clubs. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Nice one. <laughs> Equally so. Like. Wow. <laughs> uh, guys, thanks so much for listening to episode two, season two. Don't forget yes. to get those questions into us. Um, we will be here next week Big with our week special guest. Next week. I am nervous already. Yeah. This is going to be, I'm excited. We're going to have to be very serious. Very serious. But we're going to bring you, I'm going to say it, the best pod yet. The best pod of your life. No offense, Chris. Terrible. <laughs>